Hey, welcome back to The Whale Intention Life. Today we are catching up with Claire Robinson. She and her family are building a campground called Outside In Campground, and we're going to chat with her about what that's like. Hi, this is Chris. Hi. And I'm here with Claire Robinson of Outside In Campground. Hello, Claire. Hi. Hi. So Claire and I have known each other for many years. We used to work together and our lives took us in different directions, but I have been following Claire closely because I'm always super interested in what she's doing because at one point, you loaded up your family in an RV and traveled the country and other countries for a while. Is that right? 100%. It was the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> so what made you what made you do that? Oh, um, okay. So our first big RV trip, it was something that I had just dreamt about for so long. Um, wanting to just travel and see the world. We homeschool our kids. And we had been studying some geography and, um, and I got thinking like, wouldn't it just be better if we could go and see these states and see these places and see these things instead of just talking about it in a book. And I think that's just how I learn. And so I was putting that onto my children, but regardless. Um, so I started trying to plan how to, how to find enough time away from work to be able to make a, an RV trip happen. And um, we did it. <laughs> Went six weeks on our first big cross-country trip. That's awesome. And was that the first time you had really camped, or did you grow up camping? Yeah, so that's a good question. So I actually, I did grow up camping. I grew up um, tent camping with my mom and dad. Um, so we would take, like, really cheap vacations, and a lot of it would be <laughs> camping when we were really young. And... Um, it was fun. I mean, I didn't, I, I don't remember not liking it, but it was tent camping and that's way different than RV camping. <laughs> but I do remember my grand, grandpa had an RV. And so one of my earliest memories of them was camping uh, in, in Disney World with them in their RV. Um, so I had camping in my background, my husband, not so much, but when you're camping in an RV, uh, I mean, we have air conditioning and um, refrigerator. And so it's, pretty uh, glamorous camping, I guess. Um, <laughs> so it was easy to convince him. And once he got on the road, he, he, we all loved it. We fell in love with, with RVing and camping and um, the community that comes along with it. It's definitely a really laid back, accepting community. We grew up camping too. We, uh, I don't recall ever lacking anything, but I also know that we did, you know, there are also conversations about no, you can't have that. <laughs> so we grew up camping as well. We tent camped a lot. And then um, as my parents grew, they were older when I was born. My dad was 40 when I was born. And as they grew more and more uncomfortable sleeping on the ground and even air mattresses, it developed into, okay, well, here's a little trailer. And then we eventually got an RV. So um, I, my heartstrings tug every time I see you guys load up in your RV and, and go. So I, I just, I have two small kids and 
to see you guys do that with your family and, you know, go and do the things that you've done. It's, it's all, you know, you're, you're inspiration to me big time. Cause that's what a great way to learn and meet people. And that's, they're never going to forget where those states are. So that's one hell of a geography lesson. <laughs> oh, for sure. And, and, um, the first six weeks, I mean, a lot of the feedback that we got from like family or friends that were at campers, they're like, Oh my gosh, you know, how are you going to be cramped up in a tiny RV with everyone for that long? Like that sounds miserable. And, um, it was such a good bonding experience for everybody. Like, we were disconnected from all like forms of technology, you know, like her kids were, I guess they were like nine and 10 when we first took our first trip. Um, so they weren't, I mean, they, they looked at YouTube or whatever and stuff on their phone. So that entire time they, they were just like glued to the window looking out and just as excited as we were. So I, I was glad. That's so awesome. I, I remember that time fondly just following along with you. So your campground that you're starting, I have caught up with you earlier and I saw video of just, it looks like woods and land. So you're very much just getting started. It's called Outside In Campground. And we don't know exactly, we aren't publicizing exactly where it is until we get the final touches done, but roughly where is it? Yeah, so we are in Orangeburg County, so we're about an hour outside of Charleston, uh, about 45 minutes outside of um, Columbia. Um, so easy trip for like a weekend camping um, from both spots, even really from Charlotte, it's only what, like two hours. So, I mean, it could be a quick trip for um, for a lot of <laughs> places. Sorry, that was my dog. <laughs> <laughs> <It's okay>. um, <laughs> he had a cute little sneeze there. Well, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. And it's really close to uh, 95 and 26. So like proximity to RV travelers will be really easy to get, get in and out of. That's, I like that. Where, where did the idea come from for you guys to start your own Ooh. campground? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, when we first camped, uh, that first six weeks, we were just like fast moving. We would stay in place for one night. Um, the next morning we, we would leave early in the morning, drive three to four hours. It's usually like kind of the, the RV kind of life. You just drive for a few hours. So you're not too tired. And then we'd get to a, our new spot at around lunchtime, go and explore whatever city or place that we were at, spend the whole afternoon and then like crash at night. And so it was really fast. And the next morning, um, I would try to find our site for the for that next night. So it was I, w I didn't have anything planned, um, and, and it was fine. We usually got into every campground that I wanted to get into, or we spent plenty of nights sleeping in a Walmart parking lot. Like that happened. <laughs> um, but this the last couple of years, camping has gotten really really popular. There's um, a big movement of sorry there's a big movement of um RVers, uh or or uh, families that are going full-time and are full-time traveling whether they're um working from home or able to work digitally whatever and they don't have to be stuck into one spot so it's getting really hard to find a spot so that like on the fly camping that we were able to do got harder every year that we went 
um, we stayed at, I specifically remember a spot that we went to in Arizona and the campground was not amazing, but it was packed. There had to have been 200 and something sites there. They were so full, they put us in an overflow site, which was on the side of the street that had power hooked up to it. And we had to pay full price for this overflow site with nothing. And um, I thought, oh my God, like this is, there's such a demand for for people to, to stay in their campground. Like people want this, we want it. And we're not the only ones because all of these campgrounds are full in there. Um, so we saw the opportunity from a business side going, there's a demand for this. And then we just love we just love the community in, in, um, traveling campers. Like I just, the people that we meet at every campground that, um, like the vibes that are just out in you know, at the fire pits or whatever, it's just, it's just a really, really cool place to be. And everybody is so laid back and so friendly. And, um, the kids just instantly go out and play in the woods and like just get dirty and have such a good time outside in nature. And it's just something that I love and I love watching my kids grow through that. I I like that. And it's such a it's such a feel good wholesome experience even if you have a bad if it's raining and your tent leaks or whatever, that's a memory. You're never going to forget that that camping trip where everybody woke up and everything was wet or you know the the game you were playing, some kid threw a something into the fire and the, the, the thing blew up in the fire and an ember came through the top of the tent and it melted your <laughs> air mattress. So you woke up on the ground the next morning. Um, but yes, the, that allows just such a freedom. And I think a lot about the conditioning that we get from the overstimulus of social media and just content, 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 content. And, um, and I do realize the irony of that because you and I are creating some content right now. Uh, but the, the, just the inundation of what gets into our brain to be able to unplug for long periods of time. And I agree the, yeah. the vibe that you get from the people that camp even though, you know, you're going to have millionaires in one campsite and then people who are like, we've been saving up for this vacation for six months in a, this, the next campsite. Everybody comes from these different walks of life, but there's that same vibration that I think everyone sort of gets on that same wavelength just from being outside and being grounded and having your feet on the earth for long periods of time. So that's the fresh air that's out there. I mean, it's just, yeah, everybody's just in a good spot. You're helping to heal the world with your campground, Claire. (laughs) So, So what do you, what made you choose that location? Um, so once we decided we wanted to do a campground, um, we started looking all over the country, really. Um, every time we would go out camping, we would look, you know, kind of in that vicinity of property. We drove um, all, I mean, just everywhere. We looked at a lot of property in Tennessee that we liked. We live in Charleston, 
Um, so it got to the point where we narrowed our search down to like the Southeast. We liked Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, and possibly Florida. Florida just is its own, you know, its own beast. It's got so many um, campgrounds already. So that felt like an overkill, but regardless, um, we, so we started just looking at property almost every day. I was online looking at property. Um, we would take a weekend and drive and go look at, you know, a list of properties that we had. And, um, some would be just a waste of time. <laughs> Honestly, most of them were a waste of time by the time we got there because real estate is hard to look at online. And especially when it's raw land, there's usually that, um, the listing agents don't have much detail other than, you know, here it is. And you got to do a lot of the work yourself. So luckily I have a real estate background. So I was able to do a lot of digging before I went. Um, but yeah, so it was just a lot of, a lot of driving, a lot of digging. And then, um, we found another property out towards Orangeburg and, um, we really liked it. It was a lot smaller and we were starting to move forward on that one. And it, it ended up being like a tax sale. There was a whole bunch of legal stuff that we weren't able to get a clear title. So we, we kind of felt deflated. We were like, God, you know, we worked really hard. We found this great spot and it didn't, it didn't pan out. And so we were back to starting all, all over again and um, it was starting to get really frustrating. And, and then this property that had been on the market for a long time, I just never saw it online, somehow just came in front of me and I was like, let's go take a look. We drove out as soon as we walked on um, the property. There was there's no road access. It was we had to just climb through vines and and um, a lot of overgrowth. Well, it's a podcast, so you can't see, but Chris can see behind me. It's a lot of overgrowth. yes, um, lots of but, vines. Yeah, so I started walking on it, and we came to this little creek with this horribly rickety bridge, <laughs> and I was like, this is it. This this is a beautiful piece of property. I, I just, I loved it. I felt um, really connected to it. And I felt like this, it, it just had so much um, potential. So I, I just it felt right when we were here. Um, and then, you know, I'm also a skeptic, a huge skeptic when it comes to business stuff. And um, my husband is not, he is like, I love it. Let's go. Let's buy it now. And um, <laughs> so one that's like, well, hold on a second. Um, so I, I guard up, even though I really did like it and did all of my digging and did all of my research and, um, and then, you know, waited for all of the due diligence stuff to, to actually like pan out. And then as soon as all of that started coming together, I mean, it really wasn't until closing day that I was, that I actually felt like, oh my gosh, we're actually going to make this work. Um, but yeah, it just felt right. I love that. I I like how um, when I was showing houses in real estate, I would, I'd come home, I'd know, like when the family or the man or the woman that I was showing the house to, I'd watch them and you could feel them, feel the feeling of home. And that was one of my favorite parts of showing houses was that moment when I felt them feel home and I was like, ah, they found their house. And it wasn't just a like, oh, thank God, I don't have to show these people any more houses, but it, it was, it felt so good. So when you were describing that, I, I was like, I know exactly how she feels. I've seen so many people and you have too, of just that 
huh, I'm home. So I had a really good visual of you standing on that little bridge and, and feeling like this is going to be our yeah. home. Yes. I love it. So what do you, what are you, what's your vision for the campground? I know you're not, you know, bush hogging without a plan. So how many, you know, how many sites do you, are you anticipating of having, um, you know, what, what do you, picture vision of what what we can expect when you're mostly done so um i have so many ideas for this property it's 54 (laughs) acres um and like the creek running through the property it's a small small little creek i mean maybe two inches deep at its deepest (laughs) but it's clear water with white sandy bottom really pretty um once you get past the vines right and then um and then there's a pasture land of about 15 acres that they have been farming uh for the past i don't know dozen years or so and so um our biggest our biggest thing that we are trying to keep at the campground is is nature and keep so much of that natural feeling we want we do not want it to be just a plowed down field that you're pulling into. So when we have camped, our best experiences have been um, where there's where we're just surrounded by the sounds of nature and the and the smells and, and that feeling. So we're trying to keep as many trees that are maneuverable because you have to still be able to to drive through them. Um, but we want there to be lots of shade, lots of. Um, uh, Lots of birds. Like, I just love having, like, birds in the morning. Like, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, so lots of trees staying on the property. We're going to have uh, nature paths. So you'll walk through the woods um, and kind of wind around the creek and over a brand-new bridge that will be um, built on so that it's safe to cross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're starting with uh, 20 full hookup RV sites. And so that'll be power sewer and water. Um, and big enough to fit really large RVs. We drive a um, Class A 40-foot motorhome. So for us, we know we, we like to have a lot of room when we camp. And so and, and we don't even have the biggest ones. We've seen people come in with 45-foot, and they're towing a 25-foot trailer. So <laughs> we're trying to be um, conscious of every size of, of camping um, equipment. Um so big sites and then, and roomy sites. Like I, we also don't like to be like elbow to elbow with other people as much as we like other campers and we like to congregate and socialize with them. We also like to have our own privacy in our space. So there are large wide sites where you've got plenty of room for all of your um, you know, lights. I like to hang up lights at my campsite. And, um, so that kind of thing. Uh, we're also going to have um, some glamping tents and some primitive tent sites. So if you're a tent camper, there'll be room for you. If they're um, wanting to wanting to try out camping but don't have all of the material, all of the tent and um, you know air mattresses and all the things, we'll have the glamping tents. And so that way you can just come, bring your like food and your suitcase, and everything else will be set up in there, and you can just spend the weekend in. Um, nature so and then we will also have um, a couple of uh, RV rentals as well that'll be on property and so if the glamping tent is too rustic 
<laughs> and you can stay in a, um, a fully renovated because I renovate my RVs. So this uh, we're renovating two right now that'll be placed on property and they'll be um, ready for families to come and stay and have, have air conditioning and all the luxuries. And what a great way to try it out. You know, like unless you yeah. know someone who has an RV and they take you with them, you don't often get to try out, you know, camping or an RV until you bite the bullet and you're like, all right, we're going to buy one. <laughs> we need this. So that's a great way to yeah. introduce and you, people to it. Uh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. Well, when can we start camping, you think? My goal is that we're going to be... Um, having our first guests in the fall of this year, I'm saying October, um, but it is going to be dependent on um, the availability of, of the materials that we need to buy. And everything's a little bit tighter and taking a little bit longer right now. Um, but I'm trying my hardest to push people as nicely and as firmly as I can um, to, to take care of us and to get things moving out here. We're doing as much as we can ourselves and we are trying to document it. Um, I have, uh, you know, I'm trying to stay uh, as open on Instagram as I can to show the process of building it because I also like to see the behind the scenes of how things happen and um, how businesses are built and um, and it's it's kind of fun. I mean, digging in the dirt and and uh, figuring things out for the first time because we're not land developers, so this is a this is a new project and a new undertaking. Um, we're learning something around every day. That's awesome. Is that your biggest challenge right now is the availability of resources? So um, resources and and time. So for instance, our, our biggest hurdle right now is um, as a civil engineer that we need to get a permit. So I have all the drawings that I have put together and I have paid for them to be in in CAD but they are not signed and sealed and stamped by an engineer and so until I get that fancy stamp on there um, I can't get the permit that I need for one thing and that is a ripple into everything else so it's just getting getting there getting on their calendar and, and um, getting in front of them so it's a process it is well we support you uh, and we're so excited and it's going to come together just as it should. I want to thank you for being on the podcast and you can find Claire and her family building outside in campground. You can find them on Instagram at outside in I N N campground. And the website is outside in campground.com. You're going to see, as she said, all of her behind the scenes footage of what, how they're developing the land, the stuff they're doing. And you mentioned this a little bit, and this might be another conversation in itself, but they also renovate RVs and you get to see them take these uh, older RVs and completely gut them and make them into uh, something I'm personally saving up to buy myself because they're so beautiful and there's no way that you're not going to have a huge following for even your RV renovation. So um, thank you for being here and uh, I really appreciate your time and we're going to post plenty of information about your campground on our website 
which is thewhaleintentionedlife.com, and you can link to all of her stuff and sign up. I signed up so that I can be first in line to get a campsite, so I'm very excited. Yes. All right, well, we'll catch up with you soon. Thank you.